0: Good evening, dandies. Welcome to Undetermined, the podcast.
1: September 30th, 2019, Dandies. We have a, a couple of special guests with us tonight. Oh, yeah. Those yeah, guys.
0: Those guys.
1: <laughs> we have uh, Ethan and Logan um, from Sharp Star. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, oh. Really been digging what I've been hearing, man.
2: Thank you uh, so much. We yeah. appreciate
1: you so much. Yeah. It's really good. Um, so you're out of uh, Paducah. That is correct. Yes, Paducah. I I saw an interview earlier uh, of a little video, anyway, where somebody from the UK tried to pronounce it Paducah. But (laughs) (laughs) um, yeah, I I know where that is. Actually, I've been to Paducah.
0: Yeah, Um,
1: did my
3: freshman year of college in Cape Girardeau, not too terribly far away.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: Uh,
3: I remember. When I was in Paducah, just kind of passing through, it was like an astonishing, like disproportionate number of really beautiful women there. Mm. I don't know if that was there, just I was there on a really good day <laughs> or, <laughs> or if that's like commonplace there. I don't know. I've been curious about that.
2: I can't answer that, honestly. Like Yeah, I'm happily married. So. Yeah. <laughs> Well, apparently you found one, at least. Right. Well, yeah. Well, actually, actually, she's from Kansas City. <laughs> oh. Uh, uh, right. Awesome. That's Matt's where from, I am.
0: Yeah, Matt's from Kansas City. <laughs> that answers the question.
1: Yeah. There's pretty girls in Kansas City. I don't know. I'm yeah, married too. I'm married too, but I mean, I've been married for 25 years, so, like, my wife allows me to say that there are pretty well in places. Not to worry about it. This was long before I met
3: my wife, so hopefully it's safe and I won't be hearing about this later.
1: I don't know. (laughs) So what did you, uh, so you guys grew up in uh, Paducah. Tell me about that. Tell me about uh, what
2: Um, life like going up
1: there.
2: I'm actually a Chicago native.
1: Oh, okay.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I moved to Paducah uh, when I was about nine years old and I've kind of lived here off and on. Over the okay. Years. Logan, on the other hand, has been here his entire life. All
1: right. All right. Yeah. I grew up just outside of Chicago. Well, oh, a awesome. couple hours outside, um, more towards the Iowa border. Yep. Corner. Uh, you know, close to uh, Sterling, Illinois. Um, right. Uh, yeah, Morrison, Illinois. So Chicago was the city when I was a kid, for sure. But, uh, I also had a lot of family down, well, on the other side of the river of Paducah, uh, in, uh, southern Illinois and in that area. El Dorado, Carbondale. I don't know if you're familiar.
0: Yes. Oh, yeah.
1: Yes. Yep. Garden of the Gods. Beautiful spot down there. Love camping there. Yeah. Yeah. So when did you guys start playing music?
2: Well, Logan's been playing, um, Various instruments, uh, drums, predominantly like his entire life. I picked up music. I, I started playing seriously. I want to say nine, ten years ago, around the time when we formed the band. Mm-hmm. And uh, we basically learned together and developed together. Um, so originally, you know, I was um, singing and playing guitar, and Logan was on drums. And uh, nowadays, we really don't have like designated roles, like Logan's playing guitar live, and uh, okay. basically all the instruments in the studio, I'm playing guitar in the studio and singing, but uh, yeah, we've been at this a while.
1: Yeah. When did you get started?
2: I'm sorry, cover again. I said when did you get started, what year was it? That would be, uh, we started in the summer of 2010.
1: 2010. All right, all right. Well, I've really really been digging what I've been hearing. Um, So the the latest album, um, mostly just acoustic jams. Um, That's correct, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So was that kind of a, you know, a big jump for you guys or or a big uh, departure from from what you've done? Or do you think that's something that
2: you always just kind of... uh, In In terms of recording, it's certainly a a different direction, Um, Uh but we've always played acoustically. And um, originally, the record was not intended to be an acoustic record. It just sort of happened that way. It just sort of felt right. Uh What ended up happening was we were on like a two-year hiatus because I had moved to Kansas City for a couple years, and we kind of got back together. The original idea was to sort of just get our feet wet and record some two stick songs out, you know, put
1: something out, and uh, it just felt right, and we ended up just rolling with it. Well, it's definitely a good album. I mean, listen to, oh, man, I got a lot of favorite tracks on that one. I bought it pretty quick. Um,
2: just,
1: <laughs> so just as soon as I started listening to it, yeah. But, uh, I mean, what was the scene like? Uh, so, did you start, I want to get the uh, timeline straight first, so so you started recording in Paducah, correct? That's correct, yes. yeah. Okay. And started playing around there. Um, did you guys ever hit the road around that area, or just, did you I just kind of stick to local clubs? What, what were you playing mostly, let's say, 2010 to 2012?
2: Uh, and you know, 2010 to 2012, we, were, we really didn't get outside of our bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> um, <just sort> of, <laughs> we were just sort of trying to focus on getting good, you know. <laughs> we played our first gig in 2012, which was actually – if I remember correctly, a benefit show. Oh, I right. Mobile Park here in Paducah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we haven't really, um, played live out like a bunch of times. Right. We haven't hit
4: the road yet. We're actually working on planning that as of now. We're kind of studio rats by nature.
1: Right. Right. Well, well, and we dig us uh, some, uh, um, um, local rats too. That, and that's one thing that we're trying to do. Um, <laughs> we're finding, uh, yeah. yeah, band has been amazing for that, but finding a lot of good, like, local acts yes. that needs some exposure, I think. And, and, uh, yeah, you guys know, definitely made the cut in my opinion on that. And, uh, I like that a lot. yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's really good stuff. So, um, just so after after that point, um, I mean, I noticed you guys got some airplay and stuff in in the UK, in Detroit, yes. yeah, um, places like that. So was that all DIY or how did that come about?
2: Um,
4: well, um, Ethan's kind of more on the promotional side of things. Um, so in his case, I know you know he'll just get in contact with everyone and just promote as much as possible, and um, sometimes, you know, something lucky will happen, and someone will just find us by chance, but um, usually, yeah, it's, it, it's pretty DIY. Um, you know, he'll, he'll message people, just make a connection here, a connection there, one thing leads to another, and you know, um, next thing we know, we're getting some airplay. It's, it's pretty nice. Yeah, for sure. Yeah,
1: that's cool. I mean, it's so much of it. Well, um, I mean, you guys are obviously a little bit younger cats than we are, but it's, it's amazing <laughs> that's to that's that's me. <laughs> um, right. How much the music industry's changed with that, you know. Right. Um, we talked about it before. Just the ability to get a hold of people that we want to talk to. Yeah, it's kind of know? crazy. Yep, I mean, I can't imagine how we would have done this. Like, geez, twenty years ago, like writing oh, letters. Yeah. All right, <laughs> you know, like sitting down writing a letter with a stamp. <laughs> um, yeah, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, my Records. Um. We really like this band you got. It. Yeah. send this to the <laughs> Please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you think they're cool? Yeah. Well, that's cool. I mean, it's finding people. It found me, so that's
2: good. Yeah, yeah. I really
1: like Bandcamp, yeah.
2: I actually have a, a Facebook friend by the name of Adam Casto, who I believe you've had on here. Yeah, yes, we yeah. just had him
0: recently. Yes. Adam's actually, a cool dude.
2: Yeah, I think I actually stole you off of his friend list because I kind of saw what you, did. Yes, you did. You did, and that's a that's a good method.
1: Because um, the first thing I'll do is I'll check like who the fuck is this? <laughs> and I'll be like, oh wait a minute, uh, they got a band. Uh, yeah. All right, let me check this out. Oh, hey, that's uh, yeah, that's not bad. <laughs> but,
2: but, yeah, that's totally of we right. right. yeah. Right. So I, I definitely got to thank him for um, us being your guest tonight.
1: Yeah, he's a cool cat. And he's another one that we found through Bandcamp that was just, you know, well, and it was just a, a mutual, like, friend uh, friend of a friend on Facebook that just kept popping up in suggestions. Yeah. You know, it's this picture of this guy's, you know, or the profile pic is just, like, this badly drawn turkey. <laughs> 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 I'm like, what the fuck is this? You know, Matt actually checked him out first. He was like, hey, check this guy out. He's got a band. It's not fucking bad. And uh, we put him on and, uh, yeah, they were like, I wonder if we do the podcast. And he did in like two days. That's great. But, yeah. yeah, that's, you know, we're trying to lean in all areas. I guess we're not necessarily just a music podcast. But anybody I find that, like, you know, uh, you know I can get on board with that then. Well yeah. will talk to anybody interesting. So,
3: well, you can just make such interesting connections that you wouldn't otherwise. And absolutely, yeah, absolutely. You know, it's, it's just falling down a rabbit hole and going with it.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: Uh, that. And and I don't have a, as big a problem with Facebook. I hear a lot of people talk and say like, "Oh, my Facebook is just like all people talking shit to each other and being <laughs> mean." And, you know, and I'm, I'm just like,
2: yeah, it is, it is what you make it. You know, if you
1: exactly.
2: If you, if you friend a bunch of people who are posting negative bullshit, you know, that's what you're going to get. Right. Um, but, you know, if you, if you choose to follow the right people and, you know, you feet off of that. I think I think social media is a beautiful thing.
0: If, if mm-hmm.
2: Can make it work, for sure.
1: Right.
2: I mean, the Internet was develop- I mean, you
1: know, it, there are people on the Internet showing people how to perform surgeries in Africa, you know? Yeah. And so, if you say that all the internet is is porn, then that's because that's (laughs) that's because that's what you're doing with it. (laughs) That's right. Yeah, Yeah. you're not you're not performing heart surgery in in you know Zimbabwe from with the help of the Mayo Clinic. I mean, there's always something you do with it. And uh, but yeah, man, finding new music has been a a really refreshing part of that.
2: Of course, yeah, certainly. So it.
1: Yeah, as a
3: tool and not a weapon, you know? Yeah.
2: Yeah, for
3: sure. Absolutely.
1: Kind of like, you know, Major Keaton says, you know, about a hammer. It's like you can build something with it or destroy something. You know? It it really is kind of the same thing. Yeah. 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 So tell us about the new album and, and, and just the process on that and how you guys decided that, you know, not only were you going back to playing some acoustic stuff, but decided, hey, this needs to come out.
4: Well, um like uh like Ethan was saying uh it it started as like a very spontaneous thing he had just gotten back from Kansas City and we kind of continued where we left off so we just really had the urge to record and put something out so um just since it was convenient with my current setup you know we just kind of did what was supposed to be an acoustic version of a song and one thing led to another we just you know uh Ethan wrote a few new songs and we recorded those real spontaneously and uh it just eventually turned into an album, you know? Like, no no real thought into it or anything, and uh, mm-hmm. and we just thought, I mean, we don't really want to change anything about it, you know? Like, we're fine with it being, I guess, you know, acoustic, because uh, we couldn't really think of anything we wanted to add to the songs, you know? They just felt right. very finished, so... Um, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we just thought, oh, you know, I mean, it, it'd be our first full-length album in, a, in quite a long time, so right, it's right. like a perfect comeback. It's, uh,
2: the majority of the songs on the record actually date back, you know, a few years or more. In the case of the song, do you realize that that was actually one of the very first songs I ever wrote about eight or nine years ago and we decided to take it off the shelf for this occasion. And as far as the other songs go, I mean, they date back at least two or three years. And uh, the only really new songs on the album are the songs Picture and Low.
1: Oh, I like Low. Low. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So, uh, how far does your uh, discography go back, then? Oh, you goodness. Were,
2: this, this would be how on How many records? Nine, nine this records. Would be our ninth studio release. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, I've been at it a while. Yeah, well, yeah, we, we put out our first LP in 2013. It's kind of mm. lo-fi, kind of... Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? And um, we put out an EP a year, a year later, a year later. A year later um, actually, one before that, actually. Run down the run up, Simplicated, and uh, various singles after that. Yeah. And so, like Logan was saying, this is our, this is our first full length album in, a, in quite a while.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Sell the singles. Yeah, I've been uh, checking out some other stuff that you had down there on Banking. Okay. Kind of going back. Yeah. So I was like, surely they've done some other stuff with some, you know, distortion. And yeah, and it was great. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. It's like, yeah, kind of knew that was gonna happen. Was like, yeah, yeah, really good. Thank you so uh, much. Aw, yeah, cool. definitely.
3: John's listened a little bit more. I'm still trying to catch up, and I've, some titles I still don't have in my <laughs> head great. yet, so right. I apologize. <laughs> so <no laughs> worry. Uh, yeah, i will get there. I'll get there for sure, man. <laughs> definitely. So I want to hear a little bit about the time in KC, just because you know that's where I am now.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: oh really? What, what yeah. brought you here and sent you back? Well, what happened was um, in 2017 I got married to my wife, and uh, I moved there for a couple years with her. And we kind of just made the decision to move to Kentucky, move back to Kentucky, and um, it's time to get the band back together.
1: <laughs> yeah. So did you have family back in Kentucky too?
2: Yes I do, yeah. yeah, yeah. Half, half of my family is you know, in the Chicago land area and uh, half of my family is here in
1: What area you live in in uh, Kansas City?
2: Whereabouts? Uh, I, I spent some time in Lake Como. Okay. Probably like the second half of my my living stay there. Uh, I really don't know the specific area, but it was like near World of Fun. Upon- yeah
0: oh yeah 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 Yeah, right
2: on it's like right across the street from that like we live at the townhouse oh okay yeah
1: yeah we both live in Missouri. i I live in columbia missouri so like right in the middle of state but yeah yeah the college town but yeah so we're oh go ahead Matt. did you get
3: like involved in the music scene here i'm just curious like if there's anything i would recognize or
2: To, to be to be totally honest with you we are very much in our own world and uh, that's not to diss anybody else or anything, you know, but we're, just, we're pretty out of touch with the scene. Yeah. Um, you know, I wouldn't say that, at least as a pal, our following um, really isn't uh, predominantly local. You know, we, we have more of a following, you know, abroad. national, abroad, yeah, correct.
1: Abroad and online. That's cool. For sure, yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. I mean, considering that that's not. Well, you know, I mean, music's evolving and the music industry's evolving in that way. So, yeah. But Do you think that that affords you like more like-minded people, I guess, since you have just uh, like a broad sample or do you see a lot of trolls or or how does that go? You know what I mean? Because like a local scene may, you may like encapsulate something that's going on in that area, but when you go online, you're just exposed to everybody, in every culture, you know?
2: No, that's right.
1: Yeah. So how's the feedback been on that?
2: Well, uh, the the feedback has been fantastic. Um, it just, it just works for us. Um, Mm -hmm. we, we, uh, we're pretty much aliens. I mean, we don't, we don't try to fit in pretty much anywhere, whether it's locally or, you know, you know, we're, 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 like I said, we're very much in our own, our own world. Um, We're very rooted in um, early '90s alternative rock and grunge.
1: I can hear that. Uh, Yeah, yeah.
2: And
1: And like I said, yeah. Go ahead.
2: Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, but if it wasn't for that, I mean, for you know, Nirvana or the Smashing Pumpkins, for instance. Yeah.
1: I definitely hear some Pumpkins in there, and I I I hate to do that. Well, actually, I love to do that. I love to tell bands about like what I hear in their music, but I'm always apprehensive that they're right. You always feel it. like yeah. you a little bit rude. No. <laughs> like contrived, you know? Cause like, yeah, I told, I told that to Adam like last time I was like, no, yeah. man, I'm, I'm sorry, but I hear a lot of Fugazi in there, you know? Yeah. And, uh, he was like, mm, yep. Take it or leave it, I guess. Whatever you hear. <laughs> hey, man. It's, it's a compliment, you know. Yeah. Uh, I was like, you know, well, maybe not. So, yeah, I, I always hate that, like, comparing people, but I definitely hear some pumpkins in there. Uh, maybe some Sonic Youth, uh, also. Um, boy, a lot of good stuff. A lot of good stuff. Your guitar Thank work. You so much. Your guitar work. Have you always kind of fiddled around with a guitar?
2: Yeah. It, yeah, either of you or? Um, well, we both play guitar, um, we both play guitar on, like, the studio recordings. Uh-huh. And, um, yeah, we're, we both play guitar, but right now I'm, I'm pretty much just concentrated on voice. Well, and, course, yeah. uh, Logan's
4: doing the majority of the guitar work, especially when we play.
0: Oh, okay. It's
2: actually,
4: it's a, it's actually funny you brought up Sonic Youth, because, um, uh-huh. I'm a big Sonic Youth fan.
0: Oh, um, right.
4: Yeah, and, um, uh, at the moment, uh, pretty much the entire album... I, I, I separated it by, like, panning, pretty much, so, uh, 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 like, Ethan will play a rhythm guitar, and I'll pan it to the center, and then I may come up with, like, a harmonizing thing, and I'll put it to, like, the left and the right, you know? Right. Uh, and uh, so I'll, I'll play, like, the left and the right guitars, and, uh, and uh, Ethan will, you know, like play, like, the, the leads and the guitar solos, uh, but uh, the guitar layering and stuff, and the kind of harmonies and stuff like that, uh, absolutely inspired by Sonic on my
1: Oh, Cool cool. Yeah. And I love how you listed that on your band camp too, which I thought's really interesting. Not a lot of bands do that. You're like, you know, telling your location, (laughs) You know, center guitar, left guitar. I'm like, yeah, right on. (laughs) We're very OCD. More people, more people need to do that though. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. When you see it, you understand it. Yep, yeah, so everybody go to their band camp and see exactly how they decide their position <laughs> in the band because it's it's refreshing and it's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> uh, you know, in a rock and roll kind of way. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's rock-ass, too. But I, I appreciate it. I appreciate you. <laughs> so where are some of the
3: interesting places that just this – musical journey has taken you. I'm just kind of curious because we all have stories. It seems like of of things that were unexpected. You know, this whole podcast for John and I has led us to some crazy and unexpected places and we've not been doing it that long. (laughs) I'm just kind of curious. Like what are some of the cool and unexpected
1: places? that, Not not just location, just, you know, even even situations you found yourselves in.
3: Yeah. Maybe that's a better way of putting it. Mm -hmm.
4: Well, it's, it's taken us to my garage a few times. No, I'm kidding. Uh,
0: <laughs>
4: but, uh, honestly, we kind of have this thing where we just love spontaneity. So right. we kind of record in really unconventional places. Um, most of this new record was recorded in my bedroom, but there is one track picture that was recorded in a bathroom.
0: <laughs> um,
4: <laughs> and it kind of intentionally, uh, because, uh, I'm a big fan of, like, that kind of Steve Albini kind of, like, room sound. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's and a I just, like. Yeah, oh, he absolutely. tweaks his
3: studios in such insane ways. Oh, yeah, I know.
4: He, he, he's, he's like a scientist. Oh, he's a genius, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. so, I just kind of wanted to capture that, and, uh, we just have this really portable recording setup. I just have a small interface. We did this oh, whole nice. album through one mic. Um, just oh, wow. know, one acoustic guitars, and, uh, <laughs> We would use really like unconventional like percussion instruments like. You uh, uh, think and chime. Fun fact, yeah. The majority of the well, actually, all
2: I should say, all the percussion that you hear on Manifest is actually my daughter's rattles, um, oh, right. accompanied, accompanied by an aspirin bottle on another yeah. track.
1: <laughs> cool. True <to> story. <laughs> Man, you'd never know that. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's cool. Yeah, for sure.
2: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of what Logan's talking about. We just kinda you know, tend to take an unconventional approach at times and keep it interesting and
1: Yeah. I've, I've thought about I've thought about relocating my quote unquote studio into the bathroom before. Just because we these really high ceilings and stuff in this place. Right, like, right, yeah, I mean why not? Why not? Yeah. Except taking up the bathroom for like, you know, two hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> talking to myself. You yeah. guys got another bathroom. It's fine. Mm, well, we do. <laughs> yeah. It just doesn't feel like Danny McCandy Studios, you know, so the job. Yeah, well, you yeah. know, kind of at least have a desk. I don't know. But yeah, it's a good idea. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm going to have to go back and listen to that again. For sure, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I oh, have all sorts of key stories to tell my friends too when I played to them. So, <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. So, you guys got uh, anything coming up, upcoming shows or anything to support it? I know, I know I've seen the, just the album itself being pushed right now and, uh, um, yeah. got a bot, but doing any supporting shows?
2: We like, are, here. we are actually in the midst of trying to line some up right now. Uh huh. Yeah. So, I mean, there's, there's no, uh, there's no, like, official upcoming shows right now, but, uh, I, I'm currently contacting people.
1: Yeah. Why not? So- well, yeah, I can definitely check around that area too. Cow family, sure, can stay with. Cow family, I can stay with. So, where did you live in Chicago? Oh, when you when you lived up there?
2: Well, spe- specifically, I lived more in um, the Lockport, Joliet area.
0: Oh yeah, Yep.
2: yeah. I spent yep. a lot of time there. I've lived in Tinley Bar. I've lived in Frankfort. I've kind of lived kind of like uh-huh. all around. You know, yeah. Vermont. never never like in Chicago, you know, right? Just like right outside of it.
1: Yeah, it's in Lee Park though. Pretty much That's Chicago, you know. Yeah, it's just yeah. it's growing out so much. Counts, yeah, yeah, you're not downtown, but you know, you say you're there, you're you're pretty much in the city, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'd yeah. say anywhere outside, even Joliet. I mean, hello, made the Blues Brothers movie, right? You know. Yeah. Right. 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 Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Is the prison still a... there?
2: I'm sorry. What was that?
1: Is the prison still there? Or did they tear it down eventually?
2: What, Statesville?
1: Uh, yeah, Joliet.
2: That's what it's called. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, I, 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 to be honest with you, I have been there in five years.
1: So uh, okay. I'm
2: really not entirely sure.
1: That'd be sooner than I was back, but they were talking about tearing down. Yeah. Terrible, the scary right. place. Terrible Right, scary
2: right. right, right. Yeah, yeah. One
1: of the worst prisons in uh, Illinois, I think. Yeah. Yep.
4: <laughs> I have to say, I really appreciate that Blues Brothers reference.
1: Do you? <laughs> yeah. It's that's,
0: a that's great movie.
4: Yeah. Yeah, oh, absolutely. It's like one of my favorite movies. I just, I had to, I had to interject for that respect. Yeah.
1: And I don't typically dig musicals, but.
4: Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's kind of a traditional musical. <laughs>
1: it is very it original. It's great. Dan Aykroyd, genius in the movie. Yeah. Absolutely. Spectacular. I don't know. What's your favorite scene? Ah,
4: uh, oh, man. You asked me that, now I've
1: forgotten all of them. Uh, yeah. Well, there's. <laughs> Let's go through it step by step. <laughs> <laughs> um,
4: um, yeah. mm. I like the end when they play Jailhouse Rock. Yeah. They, after they've gone to prison because their luck right out.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
4: That's, that's pretty
1: great. The diner scene with Aretha.
4: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah.
1: That's a bomb. Yeah. Oh, that's I awesome. think that's probably my favorite. You know, everybody likes the car chase, but I like the diner scene. I don't know. I like uh, Ray
3: Charles. Yeah, like the shop I was trying yeah, to yeah. steal Stop something.
1: The pawn store, yeah. Stop whipping yeah. out the gun. <laughs> yeah. Not all the killer equipment. Well oh, not that's another good one. That's probably... Ooh, I don't know, man. That or the diner scene. Both were good. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh, just to plug it in there, too. Uh, social media. You know, I know. Still, uh... Necessary thing. Where's the best place, you know, to get your stuff and get your hands on it and merch? I saw you had some really cool merch, some really cool hats. Oh yeah, for sure I want one of those hats. I'm gonna wear one of those hats. They're pretty cool. I think that white one is dope. But uh, where can we get your hands, our hands on uh, I any mean, of your merch? Music is is the band camp probably the best uh, avenue. I don't
2: I don't believe right now that we have any of our merch posted on Bandcamp. Um, okay. I, I believe we are on Shopify. Uh, okay. Shopify. I don't have the URL off the top of my head, but I mean, we're on
1: there. But if somebody Googled, like, uh, you know, Sharpstar or Shopify, they they get it. No. Okay. All right. right. I know I stumbled upon it somehow. You probably shared it on uh, Facebook. That's all I found. it.
3: just kind of a interesting. You know, people you might have met or things you might have done or... Places you might might have wound up that you didn't expect, or just good stories that otherwise might not have happened. Mm-hmm. Or tragic stories,
1: you know. Uh, Best show, worst show. Do You have any of those? <laughs> <laughs> worst show. Question. Worst show.
2: Yeah, every show.
0: Every show. <laughs> you know? every yeah. show. No, um, that can't
4: be true. Honestly, what do you think? I think we spent so much time in the studio; it's kind of hard to say. Um, yeah. Um. I mean, I can definitely tell you about, you know, studio experiences and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've, uh, we've, uh, recently switched, uh, DAWs, um, we use Logic Pro 10 now, so that's really simplified things, but before, you know, uh, recording could, uh, it could take a little bit. For sure. And, uh, it's actually funny because you guys were talking about the internet earlier. Oh, uh. that's, that's where I learned literally everything I know. Yeah. Uh, especially, like, about, you know, I guess, quote-unquote production and stuff and mixing and all that. Um. So, uh, in our early days, I swear, like, there was more technical difficulties than, like, successful anything. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you know, you
2: you get the perfect take, you know, (laughs) that you labored on for hours, and turns out there's a software (laughs) error. Yeah. Jinx, jinx. Yeah,
0: I (laughs) (laughs)
4: don't.
1: Jinx, jinx,
2: stop.
4: Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I'm
1: worried about that with this. Um, this, uh,
4: this new record, though since we switched to uh, Logic, oh man, it's just been, mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was seamless, right? Our most seamless recording session yet, very much. Really?
1: Mm-hmm. Easily. Hmm. I have to look into that. What about uh, uh, training to play the guitar? What about uh, lessons or anything else like that? Did you guys, how did you learn by ear, or by like, a teacher?
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, we, we, uh, we, we both of us learned by ear. I took lessons for maybe like, I want to say a month, when I was 11 years old, and I, mm-hmm. of course, wasn't playing seriously at that point. Um, and I just didn't stick with it. And then, of course, I picked it up years later, and I learned by ear. Logan learned everything he knows by ear. Mm-hmm. Piano, um, drums, huh. And, uh, yeah, so pretty much uh, we don't really have any real musical education. You know, we pretty much just operate on
1: instinct. Wow, that's interesting. I've, I've always kind of fiddled around with the guitar and, it, and it had for years and, and just, uh, I did start taking some online things just to see how wrong I was. <laughs> you know, and <laughs> checking that shit out. But man, it turns out I really have been holding a guitar a really wrong way <laughs> for a very long time and right. hurting my hands.
2: Well, there, I really don't think there there is like, a, you know, there's like the traditional way, you know, a
1: right.
2: like I suppose you put it in between your legs, but sort of like the neck. <laughs> and stop pointing upwards. where right. I suppose that's the quote-unquote right way to do it, but... And it doesn't look cool. You never get down with that.
1: Yeah.
2: You just gotta do whatever's comfortable, whatever works for you. If it, yeah. if, it, if it feels right, then it's okay. You it know, Michael, right. that's, that's our motto.
1: Yeah. But I think I was holding the neck the wrong way just for a long time. <laughs> I think just, like, watching, you know, videos on MTV, I'm like, so you know, it's like, no, I don't have the same fingers, you know? So... <laughs> <laughs> like learning to adjust that. I think I, yeah, but it's helped. I mean, I've, yeah, I've learned quite a bit, but yeah, just didn't know if you guys like did that or, you know, checked into online lessons or if you just, they just all picked it up by ear. Didn't you find the guitar kind of counterintuitive when you do, when you're doing things by ear though, sometimes?
4: I guess it kind of depends. Um, the interesting, uh, the interesting thing about playing stuff by ear is, uh, it's a lot easier to break the rules. It's a lot yeah. easier to break the rules when you don't know the rules. You know what I mean? Right, <laughs> right, right. So, um, um,
0: <laughs> That's a good point.
4: Like uh, yeah. you know, like Ethan come in, for example. With uh, there's a song he wrote, uh, the song of the album, moat, which uh-huh. is relatively recent. You wrote it what last year? Yeah, that that one's that one's a little newer. Yeah, probably right? earlier this earlier this year. Yeah. I'm okay. Yeah. There you go. Um, and as soon as he came back from Kansas City, he came in. We we met up for the first time, and right. he was just kind of jamming on it. And that song is like a capo in the third fret. And I thought I just had this wacky idea of like I'll play along with him, but I'll like put a capo in like the first fret and like try to oh. find like, like the equivalent, you know, and just yeah. see just see how it sounds. And it's just like like so much of what happens with guitar. At least in my case, it's just like happy accidents. You right, know? right. Like I'll, I'll play a chord and I'll like remove like one finger, and I'm like, oh, you know what? That sounds that sounds good,
1: <laughs> <weird." laughs> right. you know. So. And there's um, probably a name for it, you know. Like, yeah. in, well, there is for everything. They say every possible combination. It's an E sus five to the G. Yeah, you know, it's like yeah, you can do that, but still nobody plays it. So until you do that on your own, then you figure it out. Right. Yeah, that's a cool idea. It's it's certainly shit that like a guitar instructor would frown on teaching you. You know, yeah, sure, <laughs> sure. Um, so, but Jeff, like you, you
2: put out this what five years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, during the recording of this EP we did called Supplicated, we actually had a third member, <laughs> and um, we, we was on bass, actually, and um, Logan, at the time, you know, he, of course, had some, the common knowledge, and this guy, uh, Jeremy, I mean, he, he was kind of like, he didn't really play by ear so much, he depended on tabs and, nice. and such, and of course, I, I'm the primary writer, so it's just like, I didn't know how to communicate. Right. belongs to them because I don't even know what chords I'm playing. Right. <laughs> like, Mogan kind of had to play as a translator. You know what I mean? And, um, I mean, I know the name right. of the chords now, but then it was just kind of like, I had a really yep. difficult time communicating.
3: This so, is sort of like, you know, twins have, like, their made up languages. <laughs> it goes to. And then, like you can't
0: explain <laughs> that language. Right on, to me. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah.
1: yeah. it goes doom, 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 doom. Yeah. <laughs> What are you talking about? I don't know. That's, yeah. <laughs> I did a lot. Yeah, story of I, yeah, of course, I was in a band in high school, but uh, I had to do that a lot. Didn't learn music, sheet music, any of that. Yeah, I, I flunked music. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I did too. Told that story uh, just a couple of podcasts ago. I won't repeat it, but yeah. Flunked out playing trombone. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I was like literally writing down the positions, which is like tab for crop bone, you know, yeah. like this <laughs> note is a one, this is a four, this is a three. Yeah. I got caught. It kids <laughs> out with the sixth know,
2: grade. At least you tried, you know, in, I did. in my case in school, I just couldn't get down with the The academic setting around music, it just stirred me off. Yeah. That was, that was kind of the case in school for me in general, but it's just like, yeah, I'm sure my music teacher would not have a, that I would have went on to become a musician. <laughs> All
1: right. You know. Yeah. yeah. What else did you do in high school? Just, uh, when you got well, kicked I, out of band. I, when you got kicked out of
2: band, what did you, uh, gravitate towards then? I didn't, I didn't get kicked out of band. I, I, I did drop out
1: of Oh, you dropped out of, oh, oh you I dropped out of school. school. Okay. So did I. Yeah.
2: Uh, I didn't, not, not to get too deep, but I, uh, mm-hmm. I kind of was sick for a while. Which is the reason being, I, I dropped out. I had really bad uh, anxiety disorder, oh, anxiety disorder, yes. and agoraphobia, and it kind of just drove me to drop out of school. Oh, wow. And uh, yeah, so I was like a, I was a hermit for quite a few years. And uh, wow. I have to say, that whole experience is, is what had a hand in um, me gravitating towards music. And, Driving uh, you that
1: uh, way.
2: So it was a very much uh, a blessing in disguise, for sure.
1: Yeah. I deal with a little bit of that. I have a little bit of uh, agoraphobia and, well, some anxiety but nothing that would have, well, I don't know. Might have been part of me dropping out of high school. I don't know. <laughs> but It wasn't uh, I sure didn't attribute it to that at the time. I just didn't want to go. Right, right. But, uh, <laughs> you know. Well,
2: I mean, yeah, I would have needed it regardless of that. I, I, I probably would have dropped out anyways. But, you know, at yeah. point I felt like I didn't have a choice. It was just like I got to get I
3: got to get the fuck out of here, you know? Yeah. It does does make uh, recording in your bedroom make a little more sense. Absolutely.
2: You got to do what makes sense. You got to do what makes sense to you.
1: Yeah. I I think, too, that high school, when, when we say high school, in a lot of ways, for a lot of people, we like to kind of unitize that, and we all think that that's, like, a shared experience, but man, it can be different for a lot of different places you go to high school. A lot of people who are right. in charge of that high school, a lot of people who are at that high school. Yeah. You know, I, I moved from Illinois up, you know, up by Chicago down to where Matt lived in, in southern Missouri. Yeah. Um, in the middle of high school. So high school for me, it's like, you know, when people say high school, it's not a generic term. Both those places were completely different. Yeah. You know, um and environments were well, shoot boy yeah it, it turned everything outside it's probably one of the main reasons why I dropped out you yeah.
2: know for sure yeah it's just not for everybody you know what can I say it's it's just I uh, you know I, I never did well in school mm-hmm. because I did, I didn't care to do well in school you know I it put me on Adderall when I was a kid mm-hmm. and of course I made good grades whenever you know that was the case but you know when I was off the drugs you know I, I couldn't care less. You know right. every, anything and everything in the world is more
1: important. Yeah. 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 And it's funny how we like to generalize those things. Yeah. But they're not very general. Yeah. You know. Right. I mean I can even say that about like spending like a, with most of my family being down by like where yours is and Paducah and across the river and it's like very different from Northern Illinois. Oh for sure, <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. I, I like school in go. general, I, I did have two completely like, experience is going to school in Chicago and going to school, Uh, you know, two completely different worlds, you know. Oh, I can't imagine, yeah, it'd be a huge difference. (laughs) For sure, you know what I mean? Because I was like, in in Chicago, you know, I was the cool kid, you know. Mm -hmm. used to wear makeup, you know, I had crazy dog hair, you know, and that was cool. In this neck of the woods, you know, that shit ain't cool, you know. Right,
1: (laughs) it'll get you beat up. Well, like, I mean, okay. it, it, yeah. that was one of the things that, that, you know, I mean, honestly, the look, too, just checking you guys out, I was like, yeah, that doesn't typically fly in Paducah. I think I'm all out Oh, yeah. That. I
2: mean, you don't have a <laughs> uh, camo hat, and you, you, you don't enjoy shop, and, Right. You know, you're, yeah. you're
0: probably not going to have the
3: easiest time get, you know. And that's, yeah, kind of very much like where I grew up and where John yeah. ended up moving, you know, I. Like, I didn't have a skull ring in my back pocket, and I didn't drive a pickup and or have a gun rack in it. You know, right? Yeah, I
2: mean,
0: yeah, it's difficult. Yep.
2: To each his own, but you know, it, just, it it all worked out in the end. You know, it's um, it's just yeah. kind of like being in this environment made me strive even harder to to be myself than you. Yeah. I love. I like standing out. You know, I, I, that's why I love being in this band. Is because I feel like we stand out. You know,
0: you do. Yeah. And
2: I don't mean I For don't sure. mean that in an arrogant way or anything like that. No, yeah. I feel like we're really unique. And I definitely, I'm definitely proud of that aspect of us.
1: So, how do you think uh, some of the origins of like uh, that culture? how did it trickle into you? Like, well, I mean, I guess you probably came by way of Chicago and brought some back with you. But for like Logan, for example, I mean, if you're born and raised in Paducah, how do you get a hold of a Sonic youth record? Well, I mean, I guess, I guess you're younger than I am. The internet, you know? Um,
4: well, it was very much a rabbit hole. Uh, uh-huh. and was actually, he was originally friends with my brother, my older yeah. brother. And, um, I was just kind of hanging around the house, you know, and uh, um, eventually we kind of met up and Ethan, he pretty much introduced me to Nirvana and yeah. that, that was pretty much it, you know. That's a, that's, that's like a good,
1: route. yeah, that's a good yellow brick road to follow, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Absolutely. But yeah, but of course, I mean, like I say, you're younger cats in the are. <laughs> yeah, for <laughs> when sure. We had, when we had to do it, it was a little more difficult, but yeah, yeah. Ha- having the internet probably helped. A lot. We, we're, you we're, had to guys. know somebody that had a cassette tape that it's right. miked to town and and it was the, the third generation copy on tape that sounded like shit. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm you, pretty you sure I like, like this. It. Yeah. Guess I'll have to buy it, order it, right? Play yeah. it in six weeks.
4: <laughs> yeah. I'm really glad. Uh, I'm really glad Ethan came along because if he didn't, I could be like listening to like Christmas country albums right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. yeah. yeah, Logan and I are actually,
2: so we're six years apart, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. six years. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, yeah. It, um, like Logan was saying, his older brother is my other best friend. And um, Oh, okay. Yeah, so Logan was, was a young one, you know, when I was coming over to the house. And it's, you know, how this whole thing started is he, he had a drum set, and I wanted to figure out how to play guitar and write. And, yeah, that's how it all started.
4: So, you cool. know, I'm...
2: How
4: old was I? 14, 15? Yeah, like, I was like nine. Yeah, we <laughs> yeah. started messing around before we actually yeah. started the
0: band and started playing seriously. But he uh, <laughs> had a
2: drum set, you know. But he had a drum set.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that that would yeah, get you far in Paducah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 now that's awesome, though. Yeah. Because, like, yeah. yeah, I'm friends with, uh, I mostly f- we were, uh, I was firstly friends with Matt's brother, like, years ago. And now I'm just Oh, yeah, that's kind with, of yeah. an interesting yeah. parallel. Yeah, that goes. Yep. Yeah. Must, must have been a cool nine year old kid then. Well, <laughs> despite, despite the yeah. drum set. Yeah. From some perspectives. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just somebody wanted to do something different, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, for Sure.
3: Yeah. John had a drum and I was trying to learn
1: guitar <laughs> <laughs> no I met him after I got kicked off of the trombone <laughs> you can hear that story though you go back to uh, uh, Tom Urquhart from Henry VR. Yeah, trombone
3: player he's a legit rock and roll trombone, trombone player, player. Yeah, he's, he's pretty awesome, awesome.
1: And tell my embarrassing trombone story about getting kicked out well, of it. Let's hand. collaborate. Yeah, yeah really good. Sure. You know, sure. we talk about that all the time. It's like <laughs> one of our dreams. Like literally, might be talking out of school a little bit, but we really want to like get enough artists on to the podcast and have them make like a collaboration. And just know, it's like we were part of that, man. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. That's <laughs> a really just good idea. Total ego stroke we, for us. We, we are working on it. Um, just to let you know. No, sure. Yeah, Yeah. Now so, we've said that. Yeah. <laughs> we've said, that, we're that, that we're I, said it out loud. loud. Now, we now have do it's it. going to be harder because, yeah, because I try to make it subtle. Okay, like, hey, so-and-so said they're a big fan. Of but, yeah. But, yeah, though, no, that's our dream. That's our dream. We want to put together a uh, CD for charity, too, off the
0: we cool.
2: we we would like to do that at some point as well,
3: at some point down the line. Oh, good. All right, so we'll collaborate here
1: somehow. Yeah, yeah we yeah. yeah it's like one of our
2: up. one of I mean, our not, plans. Not to speak for Logan, I'm sure he's he, he, on board, but like uh, I'm, I'm, would love to be a part.
1: Yeah, we want to find a really good charity, and we want to take like one track from every guest we've had, and like have them on it, and you know, I think that's sign cool. Because we don't want to monetize it or anything, but we do want it. Gotta find the right charity too.
4: For sure. Yeah. Yep. It's, like that, uh, it's like that. '90s album, No Alternative. You know yes. Yeah, right? yes. I have that. Yeah. See?
1: Yeah.
4: Yep. That was awesome. I didn't,
1: didn't
4: see so, that. So there, so there you go. You know, there, there's like a template right
1: there. There you go. There you go. Yep. Well, I'm glad to hear you're down and you're gonna donate all your music. <laughs> 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 okay. Yeah. So I was thinking, too, kind
3: of going back to the, you know, more rural, probably, I would guess, more conservative community thing. Um, And and while John and I both, you know, felt very different growing up in in those kinds of environments, uh, as it sounds like you guys did, too, I also think that, like, it was good for us to have that around us because it gave us exposure to some people that thought very differently from us, but we learned that they were really fucking cool people anyway. They can be, yeah. Yeah, right, yeah, for sure. And I think that gets missed a whole lot, I think, with with, with a lot of people, the artistic types, or or people that haven't had that kind of first-hand exposure to it, like, oh, they're just fucking hicks.
1: Right. Yeah,
2: yeah. No I agree. I totally understand
1: what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, there are good people and all people,
2: you know. Yeah, we, of course, absolutely.
1: We believe that, and, uh, right. yeah. But yeah, I was really refreshed to hear that. It's like uh, you know, um, that's where uh, where you guys are. Anywhere It's like where all my people are from. It's where my mom and dad met, and um, everything else like that. So it's good to hear. It's good to hear. I can hear some of that too in your music too. Which is good. I think you, you know, I think it's good to retain some roots out of where you are, and then combine it with all those great other things. You know, sure, yeah, here. Um, so it's, I, it's probably part of the reason why the sound stuck with me. So, we appreciate really appreciate you guys. Together. Really appreciate you guys. We'll do our best to get you out there, um, promote whatever we can. Anything like recent news? Was like, do you want to just push the uh, sale of the album? So that's right, the right now, thing that's going on right now? Yeah,
2: yep. Yeah, right now it's just the primary focus is just the record. Yes, I want yes. Everybody on the planet to hear the record, and I mean that.
1: Everybody on the planet can afford to buy this record right now because the record is five bucks. Woo! That's right. Five bucks. Come on. I mean, you go to the store, you get a, you know forty Mickey's and uh, you know. A blunt rap. It's it's five bucks. Amen. Yeah,
2: right
1: on. It's it's it, come on, come on. And what's the name of the album? Uh, Manifest. Manifest. Mm-hmm. Manifest. Check it out. It's very good, guys. We appreciate you having, uh, or, well we appreciate coming join a us good time.
4: <laughs> I joining us.
0: Joining us.
4: You appreciating us? Appreciating you? That's appreciated. Yes, yeah, that's guys, very guys appreciated. Awesome. Thank that's, you so much for building the bottle for us, and
2: then talking with us on Skype. Yeah, I'm,
1: no, I'm really. sorry if we were a pain in the ass in any way as far as that. No, <laughs> no, no, it's been great. I've had a really good time. Yep,
2: yeah, like we it's, do too. Yeah.
1: So you have been listening to Undetermined the Podcast, and we want you to check out Sharp Star out of, out of Paducah. Yeah, badass band, badass band. Thanks for
0: tuning in, everybody, and uh, have a good night.